welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast, specifically when calls the Har- Hallmarkies heart to heart. We are here to discuss the long-awaited event of the season seven premiere of When Calls the Heart. I'm Cami Clements, the Hooked Hearty, and I would just like you to see that I've got all of my hearty bling going on, <laughs> and I am joined by two of my favorite co-hosts because we are all the hearty experts. So Casey, the happy hearty, say hi. Hello. <laughs> and Caroline, the hopeful hearty, say Ooh-hoo. hi. Hey. So I just want to point out that the two of you sound all nice and sunny and I sound like I have an addiction problem. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going straight for the jugular. Caroline, what's your overall thought of the premiere? Overall. I thought it was sweet, and it just felt like home, and it was just magical, as Rosemary said, and it just, it just made you feel better watching it, especially certain scenes with a certain somebody with another certain Lovely. somebody. Here we go. <laughs> Mm. We're supposed to, n- never mind. I was about to say we're supposed to just be an, uh, renounce, uh, recapping the facts, but no, <laughs> that's what noobs is for. This is a yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what are we saying? <laughs> All right. Okay, Casey, what'd you think? I thought this was a very peppy episode. Um, it was like coming back home. It was a breath of fresh air. It felt like springtime. It was just, ah. Uh, so wonderful. Welcome back to Hope Valley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, for me, one thing I've noticed about myself is that I expect these, I expect the premieres to be huge and gigantic. And, you know, like uh, the premiere of When Hope Calls, there was a fire right there mm-hmm. in the first episode. But one thing I forget is this is not a movie. You know, this Mm -hmm. isn't the Christmas movie. This is an episode and there needs to, there needs to be room for growth. And so I've, uh, I've already (coughs) watched it three times. (laughs) Impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, I would, I would like everybody to know out there, I didn't watch it until Monday morning. And so I, and so at this point it is Monday when we're recording this and I've watched it three times. Yes. (laughs) that's impressive oh thank you thank you very much (laughs) but anyway so yeah I had to after the first run through I kind of had to remind myself of that just wait a minute this is not a movie this is uh, the premiere of of an episode not Mm -hmm. an entire plot line so just be patient and so when I watched it with that attitude the second time through, and I was watching it through my, I was watching it with my girls the second time through before they left for school. Aww. And yeah, that was fun. And so just watching it kind of through their eyes, it, it made it, it made it more special. It made it more magical and it made me enjoy it more. And I just thought, okay, okay, that's a much better attitude to have because I was expecting everything to happen at once, but can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so let's dive right in, shall we? Okay. <laughs> so 
we begin in the very, very beginning with Elizabeth talking about change mm. and the future, which I thought, oh, mm. <laughs> are we sending a message? <laughs> she was very clear in the fact that she is moving on and, and not in a disrespectful way to Jack's memory, but just kind of a reminder for the audience that, you know, some time has passed at a this point a lot of passed. time has passed yeah. like you know if baby jack is let's say he's 18 months because this is we're we're guessing springtime and he's just celebrated his first birthday that's 18 like months that. plus nine months since jack passed away so it's been over two years yeah um and in that time period that's a long time to be a widow mm-hmm. um, so i thought it was a very good reminder for everybody that you know it seems short in real lifetime because it has been short for us as viewers, but in the Hope Valley world, it's been kind of a, a while. And I thought it was, I thought it was nice. Just, just reminding everybody where everybody was at. Like they reminded us about, you know, Clara and Jesse and Rosemary, um, you know, wanting a child and everything. So I thought that was pretty good. I like the um, fact that it was like, I love that her voiceovers, like her writing in her journal. I thought that was very sweet. Yeah, I thought that it was really amazing that she talked about the past and change and sometimes change comes too fast and sometimes change doesn't come fast enough for us. And I thought it was really cute showing Nathan measuring Allie. So kind of giving the impression <laughs> that Allie's frustrated that she's not growing tall yeah, enough, fast cute. enough. Yeah, very cute. And then when she talked about the future and we're excited for what lies ahead, it talks, it showed Jesse and Clara. Obviously, they're very excited for their wedding. And then when it talked about worry, it ta- it showed Rosemary looking through a magazine Aww. again. That woman needs to start needs to start doing something else besides look through a magazine because she's constantly seeing pictures of mothers in magazines so she needs to just stop looking at magazines and her best (laughs) friend's a mother so that's hard too yeah I could get that because I don't have a child but I but I'm not married it's it's still hard to see like your friends have children and like married and stuff and then but you're still like not having a family and stuff so I get that but not the same aspect but still. No, it's, it's, mm-hmm. but it's completely the, the same kind of feeling. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, and then like we just talked about that she's ready to embrace change. <laughs> kind of wanted to go ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up parties. Everybody's even, she's ready to embrace change. So let's mm-hmm. move on. <laughs> All right. And then we have, <laughs> We have my dream scene because uh, I don't know if either of you are on the, um, well, Caroline, I know you are, but the When Calls the Heart fan uh, Facebook page, Mm -hmm. it said, who would you like to have in the first scene? And I said, I want Elizabeth, Nathan, and Lucas in a scene all together. I think that would be the most historic hysterical way to start out the season and it wasn't the first scene but it was pretty dark it was pretty close (laughs) it was close i mean it was pretty uh shall we say great great (laughs) Great. four times over (laughs) that was was so funny and and their facial expressions made it even better like 
I, I was dying laughing because I love awkward scenes. Like it, it gives me joy, and it just, it just made me laugh. Just because uh, poor, poor Elizabeth was just like looking around, like, okay, gotta go deal with those boys, and they were looking like, okay, peace out. Like, <laughs> and then, and then when she asked, "Are we behaving like little gentlemen?" and then the two guys look at each other. Yeah. Uh, uh. No. <laughs> That was cute. Oh my, oh my gosh. That's what I really started playing. <laughs> I do have to say, I do have to say, that was Nathan's conversation. And then Lucas had to come in and butt in and say, <laughs> well, that's because you never had a teacher like Elizabeth. I was like, okay, come he, on, give the poor was, guy a break. <laughs> he was coming to tell her about the books he was getting. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just keep telling yourself that. I am. I am. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> you gotta be confident in your reasons, Cammy. Okay, confidence. Listen, I just thought that I, I just thought that scene was great. So uh... it was oh, funny. <laughs> and one thing that I really love, I used to call it her rosemary smile, because it was, it was the uh, the smile that she had when she was dealing with rosemary. But Elizabeth did this kind of frontal mm -hmm. <laughs> with her teeth when she heard the boys. And part of the reason I think is because she had to, she had to deal with the boys, but then, you know, also she's like, oh, I'm in a very, very uncomfortable situation right here. <laughs> I'm dealing with it. It's her dealing smile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's in a pickle. Smile. She's in a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, and by the way, just jumping forward really fast, I thought that the little scene between Nathan and Elizabeth when she said, I'm sorry that we were interrupted mid-conversation, and he said, oh, that's all right. Lucas wanted to show you his books, and she said, uh, Talk about the boys. I, I meant the quarrel with the boys. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good, too. Poor Nathan. Yeah, poor Nathan. <laughs> I feel so bad for poor Nathan. Bless he his really heart. Does not know how to talk to women. Bless his heart. In the not so good southern way. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Sorry, I'm kidding. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know. Bless, it, bless you his know. heart. Bless his heart. Like the... I thought you said. The, the that lines you are very divided okay. right now. <laughs> I'm just joking around, okay? <laughs> all right let's move on to the anniversary lovebirds lee and rosemary all right best thing by far the bathing suits yes 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 <laughs> i i literally laughed out loud Me and too. had to rewatch it like three times because i couldn't like stop from laughing and I couldn't hear anything else because I was laughing so hard and I was also watching it on my phone in the kitchen because I was like, doing dishes and just trying to knock out two birds with one stone and like my family's just watching me laugh like an idiot <laughs> at my phone because Daddy, of this scene it was so funny <laughs> what's it, so funny it's because like I it's like, was that Kevin's reaction to Pascal or was that Lee and Rosemary? You know, because I, I just, I just love trying to guess if those were like 
their interjections or like the writer's interjections for their like facial expressions and stuff but it was so funny like I died laughing like when it's he hard looked, to tell like, the difference between mm-hmm. the two it really mm-hmm. is I think that was the Kevin reaction <laughs> That's what I think. That was definitely totally Kevin. a Kevin reaction. <laughs> it could be so a Lee funny. reaction too, though. Yeah. Because I mean, he's he's abrupt. Lee is very abrupt. He, yes. When he, especially you know, with surprises <laughs> and businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. So it just it was it was pure raw reaction. Which yeah. was, it was just gold ah! because her was so beautiful yeah and like elegant and then flip the pain and look like a prison outfit yeah. so i thought fun. i thought it was so sweet when she was showing like her bathing suit and he was like oh yeah that's pretty like it was such a genuine sweet perfect husband reaction which is why i also think his reaction to his like convict bathing suit was even better because you know he just just so like pleased with his yeah. wife and what she came up right. with and then all of a sudden it was like and then that's what brought him back but you get to be seen next to me in yeah. this. Uh, good point yeah. <laughs> happy wife happy life yeah Lee. maybe we can make the stripes blue and white instead of black and white rosemary. yeah yeah or plaid let's make plaid. a plaid and white <laughs> Can you imagine? A plaid and white striped face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Costume department, are you listening? Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, the changed intro. I loved Ooh. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I loved it too, but there's some very telling stuff in there. Ooh. So, was, let's, I wasn't let's I, I'll be honest, I wasn't paying attention to who was first on the on the Lucas or Nathan picture. Who was first? Okay, okay. Uh Casey, did you have any particular feelings on so on the intro? Uh, so I thought the intro was beautifully done. Um, just, mm-hmm. it was so vibrant. Everybody's faces were pretty and just, it was, I don't know. It was so different this time around. But the one thing I noticed was Carson was without faith and he was at the stage. He was oh. looking, he would have been looking at the stage with everybody behind him and he had a very worried look. And I was kind of like, seriously, Hallmark, don't show us this. Show us a picture of him in the infirmary or something like that's not going to stir the pot or anything. Of course they had to stir the pot. Yeah. It's going to stir the pot no matter what, because last season, the two of them together Mm -hmm. was the shot. So the fact that they showed him alone Mm -hmm. without her. Yes. That's the first thing I noticed. I went, oh my gosh, Andrea's not in the intro. I did did, say Andrea, like where was Andrea? But Mm -hmm. And then I also noticed that Lee, um, Cabin was at like a couple of people after Pascal. Yeah, he too. was closer mm-hmm. to the end. Yeah. Yeah. But I think how they're ranked, I think it's Aaron, Pascal. Jack Wagner, no, Pascal, no, no. or Pascal, Pascal and Jack Pascal Wagner. First. Oh, Pascal, Pascal and then, second. okay, yeah. Yeah, it so, was Pascal first. Um, so I kind of wonder if that's that's the reason why I I don't I mean 
that didn't strike me nearly as odd. Um, just the fact that Faith was not shown in the opening credits at That's all. That's what struck me. Strong. And um, Fiona wasn't either. I, I was shocked. No, but about she that. wasn't in the last one either. Mm-mm, I don't think so. But, but she's on the poster, so I thought she, yes. like she um, and Andrea, would both be on the opening credits because they were listed on the um, poster for the season. Good point. Their names are. I, I looked at the credits, and their names are one right after the other. I think Andrea's mm-hmm. was first, and then Kayla, but they are mm-hmm. one right after the other. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's just very very interesting, and I'm seriously wondering, after watching the whole Faith and Carson story this time around, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. You know, we know she's gonna have to leave at some point because Andrea had her baby. So right, how they how they write it is gonna be fun to see. Yeah, and. Uh, my husband said something really interesting. He said, you know I, what I would do if I were Hallmark? And I just went, okay, darling, what, what would you do? <laughs> he has to have his say, even though he does not like the show at all. He said, I would switch up which guy comes last because the last one on the screen is the most prominent. It's the one you're going to remember. So they just showed Nathan last. So if I were Hallmark, I would show Lucas last on the next episode just to keep people guessing. Okay, that's great. <laughs> but, but when I thought about it, I said, okay, yeah, that's actually a good point. That would be mm-hmm. interesting for them to do, to have the guys switching places yeah. with, the, uh, with the spot to, to just keep mm-hmm. us guessing. But yeah. So Lucas right. was first. This, Lucas was first on the picture thing? Yeah, and Chris he's always first. been first. Uh-huh. He's always been first. It's been Lucas and then Nathan. So mm-hmm. I just love the music. It just makes me happy. I wasn't paying attention to the pictures. I, I, I did. I love the music. I really do love what they did with the new theme song. Mm-hmm. It's a it, it's a perfect blend of what it used to be, and then infused with new themes. Yeah, I, it's mm-hmm. it's great. I it's it perfect great. for moving on from you know the Jack and Elizabeth story, you know, the yeah. old intro, because you associated that with, you know, Jack and Elizabeth. So right. it's nice to have something new to when you're listening to it. But on the other hand, you still want it to be familiar. So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think they did that great. All right, let's move on from the intro, shall we? <laughs> we're going to spend the whole time on the intro if we're not careful. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at HelloFresh. And right now you can, if you go to HelloFresh.com slash Hallmarkies10, use code Hallmarkies10, you can get 10 free meals, including free shipping. It's a great deal. They're America's number one meal kit. And uh, they provide 22 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week that you can choose from. So it's really great service and it really helps you get out of your dinner rut. Uh, if you uh, kind of get tired of making the same recipes, but you need some ideas that it's a really good way to do that. And they have different themes. You can get low calorie, vegetarian, family friendly recipes. And so that's great. Also saves you time. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to spend the time planning and getting everything ready. And one thing's nice as a single person that I like about the service is I get just enough I need for a particular recipe. So I'm not 
I don't have tons of big bottles of sauce that I, you know, only need for one recipe or spices that I only need for one recipe. So I think that is really nice. Uh, the packaging HelloFresh uses to ship the food is almost entirely made from recyclable and already recycled content. The carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought grocery-made meals. And uh, it's, it's flexible. You can add uh, lunches to the order. You can get uh, garlic bread, cookie dough, other things that you can add, which is really nice. Uh, you can change delivery days. You can make it work for your schedule, which is great. And so definitely check out HelloFresh. I think it'll really be a great thing for your family, or even if you're single like me, uh, you'll really uh, enjoy it. So go to hellofresh.com slash hallmarkies10. Use code hallmarkies10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. <laughs> so Lucas's mother was an editor. That makes a whole lot of sense as to why he's so into the library. Yeah, into the mm -hmm. library, cultured, eloquently spoken. He um, is very eloquent. You know, he's very eloquent. Yeah. He, yeah. That make that made a whole lot of sense because last season I was thinking, oh, he's just a saloon owner. He just, you know. <laughs> did bad stuff i don't really know he's hiding money in a secret and blah blah, blah. um <laughs> but as we got to know lucas i did notice a little more and more and like especially when he was like into the whole library thing like okay he's actually a very smart guy oh but uh, what why mm -hmm. you know and i think oh. it's a tribute to his mother i wonder if she'll come to hope valley during the season you know with the like oh, your book was published for Elizabeth because he sent it in to her or something like that, maybe? He, he didn't send it to her. He no, I'm saying like, read it. I'm saying like, oh, you with, think it might future. happen? Yeah, in the future. So judging by the interview that I did with uh, Chris McNally, it does not sound like that's going to happen, mm -hmm. but that would be an awesome idea for future seasons. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Brian <laughs> so. and company listen yeah <laughs> papa hardy <laughs> we have an idea <laughs> okay uh so caroline mm -hmm. what did you think of lucas's mom being the editor as our token team lucas member <laughs> i i loved it I loved it. It was cute and it gave something common for Elizabeth and Lucas about love of books. And I just thought it was cute. And I love that. That's how he like, he, he loves to read because of his mom. And so I thought that was sweet. And her talking about the books when she was growing up, wanting to be a writer and a teacher. I thought that was sweet too. All around mm -hmm. sweet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that that is, that is the most, this episode was the most unguarded I have ever seen Lucas. Mm -hmm. He was open. He was wide-eyed. He was, he, I have never seen him this unguarded in yeah. any of the episodes that we've seen him in. And that, that was a huge change and it made me like him better. Yes. Yeah. I I want to I want to put out there that I wrote he was very genuine in my mm -hmm. notes. That's what I wrote he down. Was. I said, genuine offer. Um like I did not feel any of the oh 
but why sneaky suspicion um that i did last season like the library well why are you doing this for your own gain what's the benefit mm-hmm. to you yeah. whereas this one with him offering to read elizabeth elizabeth's book i i felt he was very genuine like he was absolutely curious like what had she written and you know with his love of books and with his mom being a, an editor i think he really wanted to just help her out i don't think there was any you know to your motives. Add to it. Yeah, yeah, no no motives. I thought it I thought it was sweet when she handed him the book, like about him talking about the illustrations and she she said it was Jack and it was like that that was sweet how he responded to that. Like it, it was just so cute. Yeah. And I felt he was very respectful to her in that moment when she mm-hmm. was like, Oh, that those are done to, you know, by my late husband. Like just the look on his face made like he he was like okay this is a very special book mm-hmm. like i can't lose this i can't yeah. you know make say anything light of com- it yeah i can't say anything disparaging about it like i have to t- i have to guard this and book. elizabeth and elizabeth wanting to share it like with him in that way i thought that was like very moving to like um she's showing a, a part of jack to her mm-hmm. like you know her memory with jack to him i thought that was sweet and I, that and- was Go, go ahead, love, finish up. I, I just loved, like, she was vulnerable in that, in that sense. So mm-hmm. I, I felt that was very moving. That was what I noticed the most about that scene. She, Erin played that so well. Mm-hmm. Her reluctance to let this part of her life, mm-hmm. you know, Jack gave her that book. Jack was her quote unquote first publisher. He mm-hmm. drew all the illustrations. There was that, oh, heart melting moment when he gave it to her it just Mm -hmm. you know that and then for her to just be so reluctant I I'll think about it you know Mm because she was gonna say no you could tell that she was gonna say no I appreciate it but I'll think about it Mm -hmm. so it just shows that she really is truly trying to forge ahead and move on but she's still reluctant because she's obviously very protective of the memory of Mm -hmm. Jack. Mm -hmm. And then Casey, like you said, all of Lucas's gestures have been grand. All Mm -hmm. of them have been big and they've benefited the entire town. So Mm -hmm. you could almost say that they've been for the whole town. This is the first time that he did something just for her mm-hmm. and that that scores him some major points if you've been following along with my blog I've been keeping a uh I've been keeping a tally of points between the two men with their interactions with Elizabeth and as of the Christmas movie Lucas won it was a two-point difference it was a two-point difference but Lucas did pull ahead and uh I, I said, oh my gosh, how could that be? Because Nathan was featured much more mm-hmm. in the Christmas episode. I said, well, that's because Nathan was featured much more. So it gave him more time to mess up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that, that scores some major points for mm-hmm. Lucas in my book, because it's the first time that he has done anything that was just for her. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. completely geared at her. It wasn't for show it wasn't to be grand for the whole town or for anything like that 
it was only for her. Mm-hmm. And I think he handled the critique very well. Um, and I, know I thought he was going to completely cut it down. Me when too. I heard ah. the, when I heard the synopsis, I thought he was going to completely cut it down. And she kind of takes the book and goes crying to Nathan. But she <laughs> didn't. She yeah. Didn't. No, and I, I mean, there are going to be varying opinions of this, I'm sure. And I'm sure people are going to, you know, be like, Elizabeth should have, I don't know, sucked it up and dealt with this criticism, like all criticism's not bad or whatever. I personally, I mean, if you are a creator of anything, if you're a writer, a blogger, a podcaster, a, a you know, a maker of, you know, items or whatever, Anytime that you're putting your work out there for anybody to critique, any form of criticism is so hard to take, even if it's put within the best intentions. And, you know, I think Elizabeth did handle it well. She didn't like go off crying. She didn't like throw her book away. You know, Mm -hmm. she didn't do any of those things. She didn't get mad at him. She didn't get mad at him. No, she was just a little hurt. But I mean, anybody would be hurt because she was literally handing off her baby for Mm -hmm. someone to critique. And that is the hardest hardest thing to do i am just doubting for elizabeth because yeah. i have been there and oh, it, yeah. it's it's hard it's hard <laughs> your feelings are hurt and then you just, it's it's what you do with the criticism afterwards or critique mm-hmm. afterwards and elizabeth handled it well she was like you know what i'm moving forward i'm gonna write a novel i love when she talked to Lucas about writing the novel, how he was like apologizing. And then she was saying like, no, you were right. She, he's like, what? I'm sorry, <laughs> did you repeat that? That was, that, was, <laughs> that was so cute. Like their facial expressions. Like he's like, what? Like, what'd you say? That was one of the scenes where I thought he was the most open and genuine mm-hmm. and completely let his guard down. He immediately started apologizing. You know, he, just, yeah. he saw her, Elizabeth, I'm sorry. <laughs> And I think in that moment, too, it wasn't like he was apologizing because, you know, for the sake of apologizing. I think he genuinely felt bad because he knew how much that book meant to Elizabeth. Oh, the fact that it was yeah. like, you know, illustrations by her husband. And it was obviously a story of her and Jack. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't blame him for apologizing. I don't think it's like taking away his main card or anything. I think oh, he no, was no, no, genuinely. No, no. I, did I, did I, no, no, did no, I no, no, okay, no, no. I'm just saying for anybody else who may have other, you know, opinions. I mean, that's just my general opinion. I, I don't think there was any malice or any, anything with that. I think he genuinely felt bad for critiquing her baby, <laughs> which is her book. And I, and I love right. that when like she was writing and stuff it was like about a single mother and stuff and like because Nathan asked her like what's on your heart and then she looked down at like little Jack I'm like oh my gosh it's gonna I, be I'm sorry who that. asked her that uh, what he asked her what's on her heart about writing who 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 did who who that Mountie <laughs> <laughs> that Mountie <laughs> Mountie Nathan <laughs> but he he i thought that was cute like she looked down at him and then she we see the title of her book and it's about a single mom and so we're we know it's going to be about her and little jack you know moving forward so i thought that was cute well and it's what is in her heart now you know Mm -hmm. she took she took the words from both men Mm -hmm. you know he Mm -hmm. uh because lucas said the best writing comes straight from the heart nathan asked her what's in your heart you know I, I i loved that scene where he thought that she was just standing out there by herself yeah and then and, little jack yeah. and then he sees little jack and oh i i'm sorry i didn't know you were busy and 
then you know oh what are you reading and she you could tell that she yeah. just got petrified right there and then elizabeth thatcher that's you isn't it you know mm-hmm. just it's mm-hmm. really it's really interesting seeing everything come full circle because we know that she used to be elizabeth thatcher but he mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily know that and mm-hmm. it was just and then like, deeper well what's that supposed to mean you know he kind of takes the <laughs> the simple man's view the and because because it's not everybody that's going to be reading this book is going to be well educated and the son of an editor like Mm -hmm. Lucas Mm -hmm. and and so she just took the best from both of them and forged Mm -hmm. ahead and I really like that she's putting the stories away because like you said Caroline Mm -hmm. that's the story of her and Jack Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to touch it. She doesn't want to improve. And I love upon that. It. Mm-hmm. She's forging ahead, and she's writing a new novel. When uh, when when she said, "I'm writing a novel," my girl said, "Just like you're writing a novel." I said, That's uh-huh. right. "Just like mommy." <laughs> and I, I love I'm working on a. I'm working on a novel of my own right now. So it's cool. It was it was very it was very heartfelt for me because. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth and I are in the same boat now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I love at the end of that scene with Nathan and stuff, like she bent down to, to little Jack and said, you see the horsey? You see the horsey? I'm like, oh, I hope he likes horsies too. And it was just cute. So point for Nathan, riding the horse, okay? I'm sorry, what? Point for Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't do this all the time. I just, I'm having a fun. <laughs> so I thought it was a cute scene with Nathan. I give him that. Okay. I audibly gasped that part just because when little Jack looks up and he like gives this really big grin at, I think he was smiling at Mountie Nate um, and the horse, but mostly Mountie Nate. uh, And he was just, that interaction was just so, so cute. And I was like, I I can see Mountie Nate being a father to little Jack. We don't have to get into that right now because, you know, we're on a time limit, but I... And it's the first episode. (laughs) And it is the first episode. Um, But that just made me... I was like, oh, oh." like that was just Mm -hmm. my reaction. And then I, when he said, well, what's in your heart? I was like, again... Oh, snap. (laughs) For air, like, oh my goodness, what is about to happen right here? Um... (laughs) obviously not much because again first episode but I just I don't know and I've said this before I'm mount I'm team I'm team mounting eight for now but I think it's because I personally have a crush on Kevin McGarry and a red surge so I'm trying my best to be unbiased just saying but and and I have a crush on Chris McNally as a saloon owner so we're good Oh my word you two I can't get I can't take you two the beard the beard okay (laughs) If Kevin comes back with a beard as Nathan, I might be more willing to go uh, team no, Nathan. no, 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 mm-hmm. no. You can't give a Mountie a beard. No, bad, bad, bad. And <laughs> he's, he, he's recovering from an injury and he doesn't have to shave. And there you go. Oh, dear. All right. All right. <laughs> speaking, speaking of audibly gasping with a Nathan scene, I audibly gasped when they're on the boardwalk. And oh, oh yeah. my gosh, I thought that was huge when she comes to see, when she comes to talk to him and she says, Allie is very happy 
that you've chosen to stay in Hope Valley, and so am I. I was, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then she says, "Cat got your tongue," and he says, "Or maybe my better judgment." I went, "I did that too." Oh! I'm like, <laughs> I totally gasped. Right tell there. me more, Nathan. Tell me more. <laughs> Speak. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of like, what is that? What, wait, what? What? What just happened here? Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Nathan stirring the pot. My gosh. <laughs> I, I do love watching like their, like her, Elizabeth Aaron's facial expression when he was trying, like, she was, she was like waiting for him to speak. I thought that was funny too. Like, finish your thoughts, dude. <laughs> like, come on. And then the fact that she says to him, you let me know when you figure it that out. That was so pulls, funny. And then he pulls the same thing on her mm -hmm. when, uh, when they're out there by the pond. You let me know when you figure it out. You can see the look on her face. Okay, you got me. <laughs> that, was, that was cute. Go Nathan and Elizabeth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Bill. <laughs> the, the Quoted. Avery. <laughs> Bill Avery. That's A V E R Y. <laughs> and then, hey, Bill, why the suit? That was You're so funny. From time to time. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Am I, am I quoted still? Like, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, what about you? Um, with Bill? No, I thought. My my LOL laugh out loud moment was when he saw that the article was no longer about Henry Gowan, but was about Fiona. And he was like, am I still quoted in there? That was so funny. That would <laughs> make good. me laugh out loud. I, um, with, with the whole Bill and Gowan and the, the reporter story, I found it very interesting that everybody, they didn't, don't, they did not go into Henry Gowan's past. And I think that that was a great no one sign. threw him under the bus I love that. no one and i think that's a great sign again of going back to what elizabeth said about change you know every people are moving forward um and i appreciated the scene at the end with gowan and elizabeth when she said you know protecting our own and I that includes that. you i thought that was really sweet and just seeing gowan just seeing him smile mm -hmm. a genuine smile a like genuine smile yeah i thought that was like it was almost kind of like that smirky smile like mm -hmm. yeah yeah but it was like grumpy old man smirky happy mm -hmm. smile <laughs> and, and they the both had genuine he was totally he was totally okay yeah with the mm -hmm. fact that fiona he was surprised mm -hmm. but he didn't want his personal life and his dirty past being splashed all over the page and yeah, he wasn't featured anymore, but I think he was almost relieved. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think he was okay with it once he realized where the re what the reporter was asking and what she was kind of looking for. Um, yeah, he definitely seemed relieved that it wasn't about him. I, w I was surprised that Bill didn't like try to make a smart remark about Gowan. So I, I, I was like, "Way to go, Bill! Like you're you're moving on. Like that was good. Like you're maturing." I, yeah, I, like, <laughs> I thought that was good okay can we talk about faith and carson i, w I just gonna say it team infirmary we've got a declaration people we have got a declaration 
and I love you. When he, I was like, whoa, we are, we are dropping the I love yous here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Drop the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the doctor's oh, bag. <laughs> can I just say real quick before we dive into that relationship, how the filming of um, Andrea Brooks is pretty brilliant in there yes because they did they, a great job they did a her. great job like and paul i think he said in a facebook live like it's amazing to see like andrea's face up close and then the you know the pan out scenes of her 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 body double because i guess she right. was very pregnant during that time mm -hmm. i almost forgot i mean obviously i know it's not her but it still doesn't, it doesn't phase me. It's not like that obvious. Like mm -hmm. if, right. you're a, if you're a new viewer, you wouldn't have, you yeah. really would not know. I'm like if having, you didn't know she was pregnant. I'm having my, I, I'm having my, my hearty party tonight. And <gasps> I'm, and there are a couple of people who are new viewers who I'm hoping are going to come. And I am purposefully not going to say anything and see, if they, yes. and see if they notice. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, wow. I, I love We've that. Got, go ahead, go ahead, Caroline. I love that, like, Carson, after Faith told him about, like, getting the head nurse job and stuff, like, or the offer, how, like, he was looking kind of, like, sad at the poker game and stuff, and all the guys knew what was going on. I'm like, yeah. what's going on, that, Carson? That was, that was so cute. Even Henry was like, come on, dude, tell us what's going on. Like, it was cute. I love oh, God. Oh, by the but, way, I want to throw in really fast, Henry, you know, when, when, uh, when he's walking with Lucas and Elizabeth comes up on them, <laughs> hi, I, I, I just need to, Gotta go. yeah. what'd you do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave it to Henry he's to so tell funny. it like it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, back to the card game. I thought it was funny that when Lucas said the look that you give when you have a bad hand or something like that, Henry in the background's like, Seriously, dude. Why did, did you, you tell him that? Why didn't you say that out loud? <laughs> that made me laugh. That was so funny. When I died laughing when I saw that because it's such a little thing and it can be bowled over and missed very oh, easily. Oh yeah. But if you catch it, it's golden. It is it, such oh, it's scream gold. It, it, just, it was such a you had to watch it like you had to be watching for it almost, yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh man, that that made me die laughing. So Carson's Carson's got himself in a in a bit of a pickle. It the you know the whole surprise scene was very cute. Mm -hmm. That she's that she's sitting at the phone when he mm -hmm. turns around and they run to each other. I thought the run was a little bit awkward. I'll admit mm -hmm. it. It was a little like um okay okay yeah. okay sure <laughs> but I thought it was very sweet how she surprised him and that the surprise actually worked this time yeah. know, <laughs> as opposed to Christmas right and then Carson has a new talent that none of us knew about Carson can play the piano <laughs> had no idea way to go Carson yeah we knew He's... we knew that he could play the harmonica but he is multi-instrumental apparently Yes. And now that's when we ask when the musical Hope Valley show is going to happen yes. with all of these musical episodes, Epi musical you know, episodes. Yeah. Rosemary sang in the episode too. So oh, that like, was yeah. cute. I'm like, come on now. Y'all are just teasing us now. 
So yeah, so Carson has said, I love you. And he's also said, go. So that's, ooh, you know, that, I can't imagine what Faith, the character of Faith must be going through right now. You know, she's got to, because he said, I, I want you to make the right decision for your life, but I want to be in it. I want mm-hmm. you to take the job. You know, he's, he's telling her a lot of things and she's feeling a lot of things you can tell. So yeah. This is going to be interesting because we've never had an I love you in the first episode. So mm-hmm. this is going to, uh, yeah. this, this is starting it out with a bang in that sense. So yeah. we'll just have to, I don't know what else to say, just that we're going to have to see it, wait and see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they kind of left us hanging on that one. So we shall see. We shall yeah. see what pans out for and Team speaking Infirmony. of see, let's talk about the silent movie. So first Woo! of all, when Rosemary is told the news by Lee that they can't go to Los Angeles yet, that they have to postpone, I loved Pascal's reaction. Rosemary was horribly disappointed. Mm-hmm. She had been looking forward to this trip. She was getting ready because nothing is more stressful than getting ready for a relaxing vacation, right? Yes. And True she words. Been, right. But she had been looking forward to it. She had been planning it. She was all set to go. And then he comes in and says, he can only meet with me next week. And her face just falls. And then he mm-hmm. says, but you know what? Life is too short. We, we're going to go anyway. The old Rosemary would have said, oh, wonderful, let's go. But yeah. she's not the old Rosemary anymore. Mm-hmm. She said, no, it's important to you, which means it's important to me. And that, I think, she has come a very long way. Yes. <laughs> because, I mean, remember the, remember the, the, the spat that the two of them had when she stayed at Elizabeth's house? Well, Elizabeth, <laughs> <laughs> you can be that a was- giant pain in the... Side. Side. <laughs> <laughs> I use that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. But back then, Rosemary was not willing to bend. And now mm. she is putting her husband first before yes. her own desires. Married life, Hope Valley, mm-hmm. being being baby Jack's guardian, whatever, what have you, has changed her for the better. And she has been doing wonderfully. Yeah. So yeah, Rosemary has really changed and she's done a marvelous job. Yes, mm-hmm. I completely agree. But one thing that I noticed is she turns she goes down the stairs, she's startled, she sees Lee and he, when he they make an eye contact and she already knew what was happening. Yeah. I think that was the thing that that I noticed is like she didn't have to say anything. She immediately knew that they weren't going to be going to Los oh, Angeles. Oh, you're home early. And then she's like, oh, like you're home yeah, he, early. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's the one thing that I noticed. And I was like, I love the fact that their relationship is just that strong that mm-hmm. they don't even have to say anything. They just kind of like <laughs> have each other, like they look at each other and then they immediately know. Like mm-hmm. um, and I I and like Cammy said, I completely love how rosemary has grown in this manner and that she is putting lee first and 
you know, that's, that's what a marriage should be about, you know, is supporting each other. And I, I love when like Lee was tr- trying to get Rosemary to go to the, you know, saloon and stuff. Like he said, oh, we're having a dinner. And he's like, well, I, don't want, I don't want Lucas to realize that like you told this, like the surprise. And then, but he was, she was surprised anyway. I'm like, oh, Lee. Yeah. Like, I could act husband. <gasps> yeah. Maybe I'll tone it down a little bit. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> husband, of the, husband of the year goes to Lee Coulter. Oh my word. I know just for him to bring that to bring the first motion picture that was a lucas that was a lucas go lee you know yeah (laughs) yes i love rosemary and lee they're my favorite favorite they really are so cute i they're just so sweet i hope good things happen for them in this season me too and i i couldn't i can't imagine when calls a heart without like pascal and cabin as lee and rosemary i wouldn't Mm -hmm. think it would have been as like magical if it wasn't wasn't anybody but them i agree and hallmark if you're listening pascal hutton did say at the facebook live that she wants to see rosemary pregnant so we do too we don't need to see her going through like the first three months because that's boring we want to see her at nine months pregnant and she's in the summer in In the the summer summer. and she's all dramatic about it and she's like basically (laughs) rosemary actress rosemary on steroids i think that would be so funny so hysterical seeing poor Lee trying to find like he's going to Benson Hills to get some ice chips for her because that's what she needs at that moment (laughs) having her try to sing and having absolutely no breath because I've been (laughs) pregnant four times and that was my problem every single time because I'm a singer I'm an actress and a singer and I would be sitting there in church and I couldn't even get out a hymn I was like I can't Sing so I can only imagine what Rosemary would react to not being able to sing. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, so anyway, moving on from Rosemary being pregnant to the silent picture. That was magical. Mm-hmm, that yes. just like Rosemary said with her sunglasses, a little bit of magic. It was so sweet. And I loved how pure the Mm -hmm. reactions were Mm -hmm. from the whole crowd even the kids because i have to say for child actors to pretend that they've never seen a movie before Mm -hmm. that's got i mean yeah we have some very talented child actors but that's gotta be very very difficult to comprehend and a very hard concept to grasp Mm-hmm. And, but their faces were just as enthralled as the adults' faces. I loved, in particular, I loved Ned and Clara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that was cute. Oh my gosh, yes. they were so cute. <laughs> the, and Molly. Yeah. I loved Molly's <laughs> face too. <laughs> so yes, we now have Hope Valley's very first silent picture. And Lucas is going to bring it once a month. okay so final final uh topic jesse and clara planning their wedding okay so can i jump in here and just say one thing that i noticed go okay i have two questions 
first question is why is Clara showing Jesse wedding dresses? Like, are you trying to get an idea of what he's going to like? Like what, what's going on here? Um, and then my second thing that I noticed is that she said she wanted an outdoor wedding. My question is for the audience, is this a foreshadowing that something's going to happen? Cause we always know something happens just during somebody's wedding. Because that's happened before. So we had um, the giant, the flood with Rosemary and Lee's wedding. We had the right. fire at the church for Jack and Elizabeth's. I'm just kind of wondering, are we going to have some very terrible weather that it gets rained out or something? That's just not because then it'll be hard to invite the whole town. I mean, the, the whole town of 50 people. <laughs> yeah. They can fit in the church and the saloon. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I was just kind of like, hmm, she's purposely said outdoor wedding. Is this foreshadowing? <laughs> it's a good question. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. And, and then, of course, we have the man planning the wedding. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know anything about this stuff. But you'll look beautiful even if you're in a potato sack. <laughs> that's that's lace. That's lace. So he kept saying, that's lace. I'm like, oh, Jesse. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited for, for them to be planning their wedding and to be, and, and to be excited about it and to just see how far they've come and where they're going. I'm, I'm really, mm -hmm. really excited that that's going to be the big event yeah. for this season. So, all right, everybody. Well, that is the first Heart to Heart When Calls the Hallmarkies for season seven. Yay. Wow. Yay. <laughs> that, was, that was quite the episode. So if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up because that always helps. You can follow us on social media, all over social media with the Hallmarkies podcast. And Caroline, where can people find you? At Twitter, at R. And Casey, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at HallmarkMyWords. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Girl. And on Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page. And my blog is hookedhardy.com. So thanks, everybody. We will Yay. see you next, next week, week with another episode. Bye.